Welcome back, everybody, to the Nosebleed Sports Podcast. I'm Chris Witt, and with me, as always, is Mr. Adam Schmidt. Adam, how are you today, my friend? I'm pretty good. How about yourself? I'm going to tell you what, bud. I'm doing pretty good. We got to, this is going to be a fun show today. Nice. I got some good, I got some, I got a surprise for you today. I didn't, I haven't told you. I waited till this exact moment to let you know. Yes. Pretty cool little surprise. And yes. we're going to get in right into it. It starts off with our friends at Ohio Mosquito Control. Uh, they are the pest of the pest at Ohio Mosquito Control. They offer quality services to the Cincinnati area, reasonable prices, family owned and operated professional mosquito control service just a phone call away we know the family that runs this fantastic people they are here for you it's not they're not just spraying and leaving man you have they they're here they want to help you out uh the applications every three to four weeks it is uh this one i always i wanted to say this because i always say this it's a certified natural plant-based application right that's important. You know, you got kids out there, dogs. They don't want your dogs out there for like an hour or something like that. But, mm-hmm. but after that, you're pretty well good. Um, gotta take care of the bees, right? Uh, yeah, no, nah, maybe. I don't I think, think. I don't think the bees. I don't think it takes care of the bees. No, no. I, you want to take care of the. Yeah, bees. you want to take it. it yeah, it doesn't, doesn't kill doesn't the bees. The no, bees doesn't kill the doesn't kill the honeybee. Trust me, I got plenty of them out there. But uh, but now the mosquitoes, I don't. So book before May fifteenth. You only got a couple days left to lock in that early bird pricing for the entire season. Ohio-MC.com. Don't forget, you've only got a few days left to get that early pricing booked in. Ohio-MC.com. Uh, and, and our friends over at Ohio Mosquito Control hooked us up here, brother. Oh, We got some goodies from Ohio Mosquito Control. We got, uh, we got a couple koozies. Nice. Yeah, the OMC koozie. There you go, brother. I'll give you one of those. I got a collection of these. Yeah, I love it. And then we also got some new lids, baby. The 3630, some nice, nice Ooh. lids. Nice lids. Look at that. Yeah, there you New go. Cap. Yeah, you know I'm a ball cap guy, so Ohio Mosquito Control will go on for this for this one. Much big thanks to Jason Schmeig and the family. They take they've been taking care of my yard for years and years now and they do a phenomenal job they take they they get everything going they make everything right question for you <laughs> when was the last time you saw me in a hat <laughs> i don't know but i'm super stoked that you have one on right now i don't even think when you subbed for us in softball that you wore a hat no i didn't wear a hat i'm gonna tell you right now when i our the kids on my team know the biggest pet peeve i have is not wearing a hat on the baseball field yeah i hate that I don't even like I, I would I prefer you to wear sh- to wear pants like baseball pants during practice. I want you to wear pants. Uh, but if you had shorts on, it doesn't kill me. No hat. Oh, that's that's the end of the world. Is it because of you need to have the sun block for pop up? No, it's because you're on a baseball field. Put a baseball hat on. Oh, I'm sorry. It's just how it should be. OK, it's just a, it's just who I am. How it goes. Anyway. Look, we all have our things. That's right. Big thanks to uh, big thanks to Ohio Mosquito Control. And once again, Ohio-MC.com. Get there. You can book everything online. It's all done electronically. Or you can call. Um, but it's, it's so easy to do online. 
it could be as low as 60 bucks if you've got a quarter acre or smaller. I mean, it's not that bad. Um, yeah, that's the thing. Get the a few days left to get the early bird pricing. But then even after that, they're pretty reasonable. Oh, it's super reasonable. Well, you lock in the early bird pricing for the entire season if you yeah. do it right now. But even if not, it's still a reasonable price. 513-347-3594. You can call. Um, hit up jason.ohiomc at gmail.com as well if you want to find out a few more things. Get a hold of them. Again, you've only got a couple of days left to lock in that pricing. And it works. I'm telling you right now, my kids get eaten up everywhere we go during during the summers and i tell everyone dude call ohio mosquito control that's what i do at my house we got a pool back there people come to my house nobody gets bit nobody and if you do get bit it's by something weird that doesn't give you a big old welt or nothing i'm saying my kids get mosquito bites and they get huge you might still get some little gnats or flies flying around but they're not biting you they just annoy you right that ain't no big deal it's the mosquitoes man they're out I've told so many people this day, they do an amazing job. Hit them up. You've used them before. Or no, Joey has. Joe, I was just going to say, I pulled up to my brother's house a week ago and he had the sign in his yard. I love it. Keep it going, baby. I'm, I'm seeing them everywhere. We want to, I want him to be able to quit his job and do this. That's all he wants. Just, just do this. Let's just, yeah. just spray some yards, hook, hook some people up. I love some small business. Anyway, so. That being said, the Ohio Mosquito Control is over. That, the, the commercial went way longer than normal <laughs> because we got some goodies. So, Adam, that brings us to our next. Oh, oh no. Oh, no. Did you see it? So, today's Reese's is on. I got to pick out. And we've talked about this on the show a few times. So, before we get into the NBA and uh, maybe a little bit of baseball, just to keep people listening, uh, I would like to do what we always do, which is we're trying to eat every type of Reese's candy that is out there because there are a ton of them out there now we've talked about this one on the show okay i'm super stoked about this because i think i i don't remember i ate it but i don't exactly remember what i would have scored it right off the bat i know it was a little different it's just different um this is the big cup reese's big cup with potato chips oh, inside okay. of it Okay. So we've got the Reese's nice. Big Cup with the potato chips inside of it. Right off the bat, sounds to me super weird. They've also got a pretzel one, mm -hmm. which we will do at some point in time. Mm -hmm. But the uh, this is the this is the potato chip big cup Reese's. Adam, I'm gonna I'm gonna wait for you here. He's unraveling right now as we speak. Let me let the me black say, paper around the edge. First thing, got a little speck of a piece of something on there. Um, like a little speck of chocolate? No, it's like a <laughs> a lot of specks of chocolate. Uh, it looks like a little sliver of paper or something. Um, I hear the crunch. I hear the crunch. That's the thing. Like when you look at the package, it's like, are those gonna cut the inside of my mouth? That's my that's my first thought. When you eat a potato chip, does it ever cut the inside of your mouth? Mm. I guess not, but inside of a soft thing, I don't know. Maybe you eat it differently. First so, first impression. So far, zero cuts. It's really Do they say I don't think they say what kind of chip. Like, are they partnered with a famous chip company or something? I'm not sure. It looks like a Ruffles mm -hmm. when you look at the when you look at the wrapper. You would think 
they're going to go for a big name or or at least a a, a popular chip that mm-hmm. they know people like. But I will tell you this: I don't taste the chip. I feel the crunch. I don't really yeah, taste. You don't the taste chip. the chip at all. Here's the deal: I don't understand how you put a chip in peanut butter and it not get soggy. What's on these chips? I feel like there's some kind of. I feel like these chips have got some kind of, uh, I don't know, chemical in them that we probably don't need to be eating. Probably. Or what's in the peanut butter. That has some chemical, maybe. I don't talk bad about Reese's peanut butter. I know. I feel guilty even saying that. Mm -mm. Here's the thing. Whatever the chemical is, give me a gallon of it and I'll Mm. pour it it straight down my gullet. 100%. I'm all all about putting it in the gullet. (laughs) So, it's time. Uh, you just finished your first. I'm almost done with both of mine, like usual. So, how are you going to score this thing? I'm giving it a – what were we doing out of 10 or out of 5? 10. 10. I'm going with a – I'm going with a 9 because there's a little bit of a crunch, but mostly it's just a big cup. I – the problem is that with the big, I like to do the thing where you like peel it away from the outside, you know, and I play with the moist chocolate and, and peanut butter in my mouth a little bit. Okay. Can't do that with, with the crunch. I'm going 5.4. This is terrible. Wow. I do not like this at all. Wow. I mean, it's better than average. Wow. I don't I mean, like this. Yeah, it's better than every snack ever invented, but right. um, man. Mm-mm. Five four. Here's, Not a fan. Here's the thing. I was. I'm sorry. To, I'm sorry to hear that. I. Um, I was. I was sort of hoping for the salty sweet combo because that can be really good. Yep. It's not. I don't really feel like it's there. Not that it's bad because, like I said, it just tastes like a big cup mostly to me. Just a crunchy big cup. Yep. Um. And for that reason, I mean, a big cup is is top of the mountain. That's your you biggest know? dog. Yeah. That's your big dog. So I, I'm I'm okay with it. I'm I'm going nine. I love that you're going after the the Five second four. one. That makes me feel like that's a real yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't like it. Hmm. I don't like it. I don't know what it is about it. I mean, maybe I give it a seven. I guess, but whatever. It still sucks compared to Reese's. I'll but, check back in thirty seconds. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's where I'm at, man. That's where I end it. Seven point one. Okay. All right. <laughs> so. That's the uh, Reese segment for today. So if you get a chance, I mean, you know, Adam likes them. I'm not sure about them. Mm-hmm. Potato chip, big cup Reese's. Check it off the list. So we now have done the uh, what? So we've done the snack cake. I think is what they called it. Mm-hmm. We've done the bar, the the outrageous bar, which had the Reese's on it. Um, and then what was the next one you did last week? What did we do last week? Reese's sticks. Oh, the sticks, the sticks. Yeah. Did the sticks. And then now we've done the potato chips. I like it. We've got a lot to go, bud. There's a lot of them out there. I'm so excited. Also, thank you for dinner. Yeah, no problem, man. Whatever I can do to help you out. Um, yeah, that was, that goes along. I had, um, a, a mini protein bar, a banana and a Reese's uh, big cup with potato chips. Sounds like a well-rounded dinner to me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Adam, I got to ask you. Ah, so good. You yeah. got to ask you. Yes, sir. Is James Harden officially 
past his prime and in the end of his career? No. You don't think so? Nope. I'm not saying the end of his career, like he's only got a year or two left. I'm saying is he past his prime where, where if need be, you know, I mean, any, any big, all, any, any all-star, you know, or, or superstar MV, MVP type player, even when he's out of his prime is capable of a big night when needed. Sure. And he had that a couple games ago. Mm-hmm. However, uh, it seems like he's just not, is, is it, he's, it's not that he's not engaged because he can still facilitate the ball very well. But the scoring, his scoring, his elite scoringness that he's been able to do, if scoringness is a word, I feel like that's gone. I, it's, it, it, I, I don't know that he even had it in Brooklyn, really. I, and, and I think that's part of why he was uh, disappointed or unhappy in Brooklyn. Um, it, it's Look, he's a guy that might not be able to play with other stars. It just might be that way. Um. Look, he might not be. Okay, so Joel Embiid's out. He's still at one out of four games is scoring points. Yeah. That's three games where he's not. It's interesting. I don't know. I can't tell you I haven't watched enough, and I don't know enough about what they do to think, is it it have something to do with Doc? Does it have something to do with the the system? But is it Doc? You're going to say then it's it's Doc and Nash, and then it's – you can start, yeah, Pat, because it's not like he was doing he was doing big things in Brooklyn when those guys were out. I mean, there was a lot of time where KD and Kyrie were out, and it and he was not scoring at the old James Harden the way that we know James Harden to be able to score. Mm-hmm. Yeah, look, he, he might be he might be sort of heading uh, toward the downslope, or might be on the front part of the downslope of his career. The word, I mean, the word "waft" has been thrown around. No, no, no. I'm saying that he's just not in his prime anymore. Like a lot of people are saying, he's he's at the end of his prime. I'm thinking he's just not in his prime, which does, which for a former MVP and a guy who averaged a triple double, you can be not in your prime for like four or five years and still be a very good. Look at Carmelo Anthony. You know what I mean? Carmelo realizes what he can do. And what he what he can bring to a team, it took him a while. It took him a James Harden kind of couple years in New York to figure it out and realize, look, man, I I can I'm I'm on the downslope. My my I am no longer in my prime. However, I can help a team. It took him being out of the league for a year yeah. to do that. Nobody wanted to sign him. Um, I I think that yeah. And here's here's the other thing for all the stories. From from uh, sources that won't identify themselves, but are linked to teams that he's played on, that say not a great not a great worker, mm-hmm. uh, not a super hard worker, especially in the off season where that's where do you get better? Your your prime is going to shorten if that's the type of work ethic if you have. He can, I believe, he still has. He's thirty four years old, which is not that old. No especially today because of the way that, you know, Chris Paul and LeBron and everybody, if he adopted a, or figured out some way to, to work harder, to be more engaged and stay out of the strip clubs and into the gym a little bit more often, um, 
I could, I think he could extend his prime a little bit more. So I don't think it's too late. So, okay. But it's going to take, it's going to take a, a change in his life. Yeah. And I don't know that that's there. I, I, I feel bad. I, I, James Harden is fun to watch when he is at his best, mm-hmm. uh, to watch a guy who can come out and score at will, even if half his step backs, I feel are travels. It's fun. It's fun to watch. That's the reason I like the NBA. I like watching guys that can go out and take over a game at any moment in time. Luca is unbelievable at that. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, LeBron at times in his career has been really good at that. But James Harden was as good as it got at doing that. Just taking a game and making it his. Yeah. Uh, KD does it all the time. I don't know. It's 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 uh it's going to be sad if that's the case. Um but I I truly feel like he may be out of his prime and we're just on the down. I mean, he may, I, I see him for three, four years left in this league. You think so? I don't see, I, I don't, I mean, can you, do you, I mean, he's not going to get, nobody's going to sign him to a max deal right now. I and mean, they're talking about, you know, they're, I mean, he has proven that he is not getting a max deal in Philly, at least. That's, that's a good point. Actually, the, the he's going to still expect to get max money. Uh, is he really? Who's going to, I think so. I think he will. Yeah. Because it, I think he believes he can still be that good or close to that good. And he can be, but like, I, like I said, it's going to take a different kind of commitment from him. To, he to can't do it all year. Obviously I mean, he can't do it. I mean, and maybe that's, all, in, that's what I'm saying. Maybe in a game or two, but that's not, you're not getting a max deal for that. And you know what? Even at his very best in his career at the top of his, of his prime, for some reason, he sort of disappeared in the playoffs. He struggled yeah. a little bit in the playoffs. And at, at that time, disappearing meant 25 points and eight assists or and 30 points. And yeah, yeah. And nine and 10 or eight, 10 and 10. He could give a triple double and they would say he was disappearing. But, but he would miss shots late in games. He would miss free throws late in games. He would, he would, you know, right. not be able to make plays down the stretch. And um, that, that's the thing. And then now it's more often, it's not just down the stretch in the playoffs. Now it's like, you know, kind of threw out i don't know it's in, I, don't, I don't know but but joel and b now may have may have gotten himself re-injured again from what i see which if that's the case and they were really they were energized joel and b came in they won two games in philly he played phenomenal uh and then they make the announcement that the joker wins the mvp how much of that do you think went into that 30 point loss to miami I did see a story that somebody said that he at halftime was all distraught about that. I don't know how true that is, but he, that it meant a lot to him. The MVP this did. year meant a lot to him. And he spoke out about it and said it like it, it meant something to him. And that's, you know, I, that for a guy like that, who really Joel Embiid has put in a ton of work. And when you talk about the process and all that, he's like the epitome of what it is, you know, with Philly in the process. You know, he was there from the beginning of it when they sucked and was a big part of them getting as good as they are. And he works his tail off. And when people don't, he calls them out. Ben Simmons. Ben Simmons, exactly. So, number one is the James Harden experiment annoying the heck out of him right now. And number two, it being that important to him, obviously did something in that game. It, it seems like 30 points to lose by 30. By 30. Well, there were a couple. Of, so I, I imagine how excited Adam Schmidt was that 
all these series are at, at tied at two games apiece. Yeah, exactly. Because you know what that means. Yeah. Very likely it's very going likely seven. you're gonna you're you're getting a six or seven. And those game fives are so crucial. Everybody knows that. So they're going to be great games. Turns out two or three of them were blowouts. They, yep. they were really disappointing game fives. 82% of the teams that win game five in a seven game series go on to win the series. So it, it's, uh, and then to, and then to get blown out, boy, that's, I mean, it doesn't always carry into the next game. Um, the NBA is super weird about that. It, it's a team can lose by 31 night and win by 30 the next night, but especially in the playoffs, it just doesn't seem like in, 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 in the conference semifinals, it doesn't seem like there should ever be a right. 30 point. Blow. No, no, not at all. But, uh, but there was, and, and yeah, and as long as he's, you know, he missed the first two games and bead missed the first two games of the series. Um, and there's, they still were tied. So, uh, but then he came back and in game three and he, he, he's done the best he can, but the guy, I think that's part of part of not winning the MVP is the guy. Now he, this was as healthy as he's been in his career, I think with a broken fractured jaw. Oh, yeah. You're talking about, you're talking yeah, for the, the, for the year. whole year. Yeah. But he still missed time. He still missed time during the, during the season. And he's now he's hurt again. Um, and it's just, I think that's tough for voters. I think that would be a little tough for me. Now, you shouldn't get penalized for being hurt, but also, if you miss enough games, then yes, you you get penalized. Sure, yeah, and enough games, but I don't know I that don't he know missed that he enough games right. to get there. Now, I, we talked briefly about this last week. I still, my vote would have been for Jokic, um, and it was, and, and Jokic won it, And um, but... If Embiid won it or if Giannis won it, those were the three finalists. Right. I have no problem. I think all three of them are MVP deserving. And I'm not saying give them all three, not co I'm not saying co MVPs, but I, I couldn't argue against, you know, I could make it make a stronger case probably for Jokic than the other two um, because that's how, how I felt anyway. But both of those guys were sensational. They're vital to their team. And it's I would have no problem with either of those guys. Gotcha. Um, All right. So let's move on from that series. Let me ask you this question. Speaking of injuries, how long until John Morant is considered injury prone by the rest of the league? Is it too early? I think it's too early. I, I mean, he hasn't been. Well, he was out for most of last year. He's out. He was out for the beginning of this year. He's out again now for the rest of the playoffs. Yeah, I think it's I think it's maybe still uh, a little too early. Um, and he's another guy that people were, were talking about MVP, you know, possibility. If too. he can figure out the Edmund Sum, he's got the Edmund Sumner disease. I call it <laughs> Edmund Sumner, who most of you have no idea. That's a Xavier reference who um, plays, for the plays for the Pacers and and is kind of a slasher. Type type a- player, athletic freak. Yes, the dude's an insane. The athleticism is insane. But at Xavier, he weighed about a buck fifteen and was like six six at a buck. I think he's like six four, six five. Either way, but he could fly. And when he got in the air, he'd lose control of his body all the time, and he'd end up completely horizontal. And like bad things happen when you end up like that. You get hurt. You're not landing on your feet. You're you're you. That's ten more feet to fall instead of three feet to come down. You got ten feet to come down. Bad things happen. 
John Morant has a lot of times he's so explosive and that's Sumner was that way, but so explosive. But once you get into the air that you can control your body to make a shot, but you can't control your body to land correctly. And that's something that that can hurt you. And I think that's what's going on with his knee right now is coming down off a of landing a little goofy, but I hope for that guy's sake that he can figure it out because He's missed quite a bit of time in his first few year, couple of years, and that kid's fun to watch. But they are up by almost 30 going into half right now. Now they're down 3-1 yeah. without John Morant last game and without John Morant this game. That should be Golden State Warriors walking away with this. But they're they're still pushing along. They've still got pieces. There's a reason they were they were enough. There's a reason they were the number two seed. Were they the two seed in the West? Yeah. Yeah. Suns were the one seed, right? There's a reason they were a two seed. It's not all John Morant, so uh, they're showing that they can play together, which is which is good. So, but I still think this goes to Golden State, even if they win this game. This goes Golden State takes it in the next. One. Yeah, um, and, and we 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 didn't even really mention Miami in that first series in that Philadelphia series, and they they did win Game Five, so they're up three two. Um, we just talked about Golden State's up three one, but they're getting blown out in uh, in Game Five here. Um, Milwaukee, Boston, which I was, is, you know, we've talked about that. It's going to be my favorite series. My, you know, the one I'm most excited about. It surprised me a little, man, because Boston's just been so, so, so good. Milwaukee's up three, two. I, I mean, I mean, they're only up one game and it, it's, it was tied two two. Milwaukee took the lead, but, I mean, but somebody had to take the lead, but, but, Boston's been so good. It's weird to think that anybody's won three game three games against them in a series. Well, sure, but we knew that these games were going to be different. This isn't the first round of the playoffs anymore. Right. This is, I mean, Boston's got an unbelievable team and a really good defensive team, but we're talking about so the reigning the reigning world champions right. that they're playing. I mean, it's this I don't care if you've got if at what you've got. This is going to be a dogfight, and and it's going to come out to be that way. So, I mean, I can see this going seven and Boston winning in seven because they've got the home field advantage. Well, actually, they lost home field home court advantage now. They've lost home court advantage because they'll be in Milwaukee for Game Six. Yeah, so they're going to have to win two, one in Milwaukee and one at home. That's right. In order to do it, which is not going to be easy. But Jason Tatum and and um, Jalen Brown, Jalen Brown can, are, are are really good players. Smart on the on the defensive side of the ball. Let me let me talk about really quickly the star of Game Five, even though they lost. Um, why did his name just leave? Al, Al Horford. Al oh. Horford. Al Horford is still good. Al Horford <laughs> scored 25, I think, or 28 or some 30, maybe. Career high, playoff career high. Two weeks ago, a guy I work with texted me during uh, one of Boston's games in the first round, and he's like, I had no idea Al Horford was still playing. <laughs> and, I, and I responded, he's so hard to watch. He is. He's he scored. He had like a great game that game after after I said that. And he's had he's been so good in the playoffs. No, but it's still Al Horford the last few years, the last three years with this Boston when since he's been in Boston, three, four years, however long it's been, and they've had these decent runs. Al Horford has been 
has had games like this. Mm-hmm. Al, he's done it every single year. The guy's 50 years old, I feel like. But he puts himself in the right position, and he's so big, he doesn't have to do it. He doesn't have to be as athletic as he used to be. He's He just can get – he is smart enough to be in the right spot and get it back up quick. That's where most of his buckets are coming from, off of off of putbacks. Uh, I mean, he's got a few of these little fadeaway things that he's doing, but he's 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 got the old school. It's it's like when you when you get into the YMCA and that forty year old dudes in there playing the young boys, and they throw it down low to him, and he just goes to work in the paint, and nobody can stop him because he's got the old. He knows every move you know plus ten more. Shot faking you to death. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Speaking of shot faking you to death, Luca Luca Doncic might shot fake more than anyone I've ever seen in the paint. Part of why he's so good, he faked yeah, a fadeaway, yeah, faked a fadeaway, then came in and faked an up and under, and then turned around and shot another fade, shot a fadeaway again. Oh, what is this dude? This dude's faking like crazy on these things. Listen, kids, shot fakes work. Yes, they do. So do pass fakes. Use them. Um. Yeah, it, it, you're you're right, and, and it just reminded me of Jalen Brunson too. He he's doing a ton of that stuff. He's getting into the lane. They're kind of stopping him in the lane, so he like pivots out and then pivots back in, and then shot fakes and pivots all the way around the other yeah. way. It's and he's he's having a great series too. Um, and, and they're that one is they're down three two as well. So Phoenix did win game five in that series. Um. They had an unbelievable third quarter. Devin Booker went off in the third quarter. Um, Al Horford played 41 minutes. Yeah, same as, yeah. every. Oh, he's 100,000 years old. I was going to say, a minute for every year he's been. Yeah, uh, every but, year he's been alive. How old do you think Al Horford is? I'm going to say he's 38. going to be like 34. How old is James Harden? Is he 32 or 34? Al Horford's only 35 years old. 35. That's go. insane. Uh, he'll be 36 in, in a couple weeks. Moves like he's 56. He does. Man, I thought he was older than that. But he drove right by Giannis the other day and dunked on him. Love it. <laughs> it was so weird. Um, <clears throat> yeah. And then and then he – James Harden's 32. 32. And he looks like he's slowing down like a 35-year-old. Well, he eats, he eats, uh, you know, burgers. <laughs> careful, at, careful, careful now. <laughs> he eats burgers. We don't need to talk about what James Harden's eating in his pastime. He, he's eating burgers at the at the strip club for lunch. He's going to the wings, lunch man. They all eat wings. That was another thing, too. They're in my they're in Miami the other night. They find out that uh old boy doesn't get it. How who was it? Was it Shaq? Or somebody that said South Beach is undefeated. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you're playing in Miami or Atlanta yeah. and you're a strip club guy, no, you, I mean, you're not going to have a good game. Miami doesn't even have to be that. Miami's just nightlife crazy, yeah. club after club after club. Yeah, from, from what I understand, he is definitely a, a club guy. But you know what? I don't, I don't know, man. I mean, he can still have a major impact. Even with that lifestyle, if that's if that's the way he lives, and and his not really taking great care of himself or whatever, and and not having a great work ethic as far as uh, keeping in shape and everything, it, even that he's still so good and so skilled, he can still have a big impact on this series. And it's not too late. I mean, it's 
they're down three two. You only have you don't have any more games to lose. That's right. But if if Embiid is healthy enough to play and he's going to play th- if he can play at all, you know he's going to do it because he did. He came back in game three. They were originally they originally said he was out for game three, and then that was kind of like a preemptive thing. But uh, he came back and played. He's wearing the mask. Whatever he's got to do, he's gonna he's gonna try to play through it. This is the playoffs. I mean, this is where you where you do that. Yep. But whether he's on the court or not, you're right though. James Harden, they they've got to get more from James Harden. He's got to make plays. Totally agree. Totally agree. So that's we basically went over all four series. We talked about the MVP, Nikola Jokic. One more guy we, we've got to shout out before we move on here is Monty Williams this week was named the NBA Coach of the Year. Did you see how they did it? It was pretty cool. They, at the end of practice, uh, or maybe it was during practice, I don't know, they, uh, they brought out, all of a sudden they're like, they, they stopped and coach is talking, and then all of a sudden from behind him his kid comes out with the, with the little basketball and his wife and, and kids come out and – and uh, it was kind of a, it was a cool or maybe it was his grandkid. Uh, can't be his grandkid. Had to be his kid. The kid was only like eleven years old. But Monty Williams ain't that old anyway. Yeah. So they come out and they give it to him, and the whole team's going crazy, and it was pretty cool. So he beat out. So the three finalists were Monty Williams, Eric Spolstra, and Taylor Jenkins from Memphis. Do you feel like Monty Williams was the best pick of those three? I mean. Uh, <laughs> I get. I don't know. I wouldn't be upset with any of them. I mean, they're the number one seed in the West, but they were the number one seed in the West last year. So, you know, that's the one thing to me that's like, all right, so what are you doing differently? You know what I mean? But and and their team hasn't gotten worse unless you consider Chris Paul one year older getting worse. But DeAndre Ayton's getting better. Chris. Yeah. Chris Paul is the ageless wonder. So I don't I don't know, man. I I all right, I'm good with Monty Williams. It, I'm fine it, with it. It's a little interesting because usually when you have a team make such a big jump like Memphis did, usually usually it goes to a coach like that. Yep. And for them to be the two seed in the West after two years ago, they were nothing. They were maybe the worst team in the West. Um, that's pretty impressive. But that's that's what Monty Williams did with the Suns too. Two years ago, they were the worst team in the league. Yep. And then they in the bubble, he had them play. They, he, they didn't, they went nine and oh in the bubble or whatever it was. And it was just barely night because they were so bad to start the year. But it was, he, he got them playing at the right time. And then they worked their way up to almost make the playoffs after that. And, uh, and then the next year, they got Chris Paul and they took a huge jump. But Monty Williams is responsible for that. Um, so good for him. Uh, happy for him. He seems like everybody loves and respects that guy so much. It seems right. like he's he's a good guy. So you you always root for that. Um, so anyway, that's it. We got our NBA covered. So you can stop fast forwarding now, and you can jump back in. Yeah, because uh, I mean, th- so so can I just say congratulations to the Red Legs today? In the past week, they've more than doubled their win total for the season. They're now seven and twenty-four. Best team in baseball. They're, I mean, they are the hottest team in baseball over the last week. They very well. I think they're <laughs> the like four. four games, I think they're yeah. like four and one in the last five games. Yeah. Uh, so good for them. They tried. They today. tried to give it away in the ninth. Uh-huh. Uh, who I don't know. I didn't see who came in. I listened to most of the game. It was a day game. Me too. Uh, and they were up pretty good, but they scored six in the eighth, and it's a good thing they did because <laughs> they gave up six in the ninth, which is what we knew was going to happen with this bullpen. So. 
sometime soon we'll talk to Mr. Andre, Mr. Andre Edwards. We'll talk to Mr. Bobby Nightingale, uh, Bobby Nightingale Jr. and get him back on here. Talk a little Reds. But right now, bud, I think it's time to move on to uh, one of the one of the uh, one of my favorite parts of this show. And mostly because it's becoming more and more difficult to figure things out for it. Yeah. But it's time for the Mount Rushmore of zoo animals. That's almost funny. I had I had a, a fun time, sort of. So a fun time and a bad time at the same time. Uh, doing a little research on this one. Yeah. Here's how I did my research. I'm, I'm excited. Did you just like grab, like open up the zoo map? And just kind of like scroll through it. Close. I got on the Cincinnati Zoo's website and they have a list, an A to Z list. Holy cow, of every animal? Of every animal. Gee, my knees. And I'll tell you what, looking through that list, I don't like any animals. You already knew that, but yeah, I don't <laughs> like animals. We all know you don't like animals. Um, but that's why we're talking about favorite zoo animals because they're. They're caged. They can't get to you. They're away. So I know the peacock is 100% not on there because that peacock's all just walks around the zoo. It just walks around and it freaks me freaks out. Freaks me out too. Oh, okay. Good. I hate that thing. Oh, man. I stay as far away from that as I, I can. I'm scared of every bird. I'm scared of every animal. That's the thing. That's, that's one of the biggest things. They're all ugly. They're very, very ugly. Most animals are ugly. And uh, they just serve, they just serve to, um, to eat me. Yeah. Okay. I mean, that's all they're, I mean, you know, they're all carnivores, even if they're not. So, yeah. Or they can peck <laughs> or they can claw me. Yeah. Whatever they can do. Um, so anyway, I went through, went through this whole list here. I'll tell you what, I don't remember seeing any bears on there. Well, they're, they knocked out, they're, they're tearing out the whole bear alley, that whole bear hill, you know, a big hill right? they yeah. had all the bears they are tearing it all out, man. Yeah. So they're they're there's not there now. Pretty sure there's no bears in that little area right there. Hmm. Too bad. Um the polar bear thing was always cool. They had the two little sides to it. Sure. Yep. Um so I, you know what? Why don't you go first? I would like to hear your zoo animals and oh, yeah. how your process and how you chose. Oh, it's simple. Simple. I, I sat down and I said, hmm, when I go to the zoo, what are my favorite animals to look at? And uh, that's how I did it. Okay. What'd you come up with? So number one is the elephant. The elephant is one of the most majestic animals in the world. It is huge. I don't understand how it works. I can't imagine how you eat that much food in a day or where they come up with enough food to keep that animal as big as it is. And the things it can do with that extra appendage. That's the coolest nose I've ever seen in my life. I wish, I mean, I got a big nose. I wish I could hook that thing around and suck in water and spit stuff out and scoop up food. And that's an amazing little deal. I don't know if it's really a nose or exactly what the trunk is. I don't know if they have a separate nose with nostrils or if the trunk is the nose. I don't know. But anything with a trunk is the coolest thing in the world to me. Yeah. Just because it doesn't make any sense. Elephant, car, anything yeah. with a trunk. Anything with a trunk. Um, so number two, staying on the path of just this, the, just to look at something and go, that is, it's insane, is the giraffe. I love the giraffe. The giraffe, again, 
doesn't look like anything else. And it's just got this neck that's a hundred feet tall. It, I don't understand it. Apparently they're fast as well. I didn't realize they were pretty fast. I don't know how you can be fast and have that big old neck and head moving all over the place. But again, I, I, that's phenomenal to me. Plus the drafts, you can feed the drafts. They got the little thing there. That's really cool. Yeah. I like that. You can get some hay and they come over and you give them a little food and they got the tongue that's, they can lick their own eyeballs with their tongue. It's so flipping long. Uh, so that's kind of cool. Yep. Uh, let's see. So number three, number three is uh, going to be the lion. And only because I love when the lion is roaring when you're at the zoo. Mm. You can hear it from the other side of the zoo. Doesn't happen very often. Yeah, I feel like I. But I, it almost I sounds like they've got. Start. I always start looking around. Like, is there? Like, do they got speakers going around? It sounds like a speaker system. The way that it echoes and the way it comes through, it's really cool. Uh, even though the lions always look like they always look like they're malnourished at the zoo mm. i'm sure they take care of them as you know uh, they're going to do the best of anything they can but they always look a little scrawny to me um last but not least when i was a young dude i don't know what kind of monkey it was i always called them chimpanzees but i don't think they were at the zoo there's this little area that's got a whole bunch of these bamboo sticks and these monkeys that crawl around on these bamboo sticks. And it's like by where one part of the water is in Cincinnati zoo. And in my life, I will never, in my, I'll never forget a pigeon of some sort or some kind of bird flew and, and landed on one of the cross sticks. Right. And there's a monkey sitting there and it looked down at it and it stood there and snatched that bird up and bit its head off took off running every monkey chased this thing and they tore that bird to shreds you saw that it was the coolest thing i've ever seen in my life it was insane it was completely and totally insane i thought monkeys just ate like leaves and stuff but they (laughs) shredded this bird told you they're all carnival i know it so that's going to be number four. I really like the black rhino. I think that's really cool. I didn't put him on there. Um, I just didn't like know, bigger animals usually. I like the big animals. I didn't know rhinos had a race. Mostly, I also, <laughs> I also noticed, just noticed as you were talking, uh, you have a zoo cup right there. That's right. I, this is the type. Maybe is that the chimp? Is that the is that the kind yeah, of this is where that says chimpanzee? Right that is so they're on this little stick like that, and that's the little guy that grabbed him, man. He snatched that son of a gun up. Did you know that the chimpanzee is not a monkey? No. It is a great ape. Oh. Great apes, great apes are not only larger than monkeys, but they don't have tails and have larger, more developed brains. Humans and chimpanzees share 98% of the same DNA, hmm. making chimpanzees one of our closest living relatives in the animal kingdom. Very interesting. And it's it's also funny that you say that because I'll tell you, my list, almost the same as yours. Is it really? Yeah. Oh, it's so awesome. What do you got? And I almost put the, the elephant on there just because I feel like the bigger the bigger the animal, the, the cooler it is. Especially if it's not from, you can't see it 
around here. I love that kind of thing. Exactly. And, and so I didn't put the elephant on there. Um, the elephants usually are either like just completely standing still when I'm there or not doing anything. There was one I saw that was in heat or something when I was there one time, it was just like facing, it was just like had its face up against the wall. And it was just like, like it, it, it went nuts. It went crazy. So, and it didn't run around. It was just, it, it lost its mind. So and it just stared at the wall. Like the coolest thing. So animals are they're, animals, especially big animals are different when they're in heat, right? Mm. The rhino was in heat one time. I remember when I was younger and uh, there was a lady there and she was like, listen, if you're going to be here, you know, just make sure you're not directly behind the rhino. You know, he was, she was pretty close to the, I mean, they've got that big, ditch that can't get to you but it's pretty close and there's this big rock wall behind it behind it and uh ladies there's they got a zoo person there like telling everybody hey look out and i don't know what happened i didn't see it but behind me on this rock wall it was soaking wet and she kept talking about her like spraying or being in heat or something like that and i'm you know, as like a 12, 13 year old kid, I'm like, oh, my gosh, did that dude just blow it all the way over here? Like, how does oh, my gosh. But apparently she had some kind of where they like spray or I don't know. Huh. I don't know if that's even true. That's just what I remember thinking in my head. I think somebody told me that maybe not. But dude, the whole back of that thing is I don't know what those animals do. But those large animals are crazy when they're in when they're in their uh, mating season. Oh, <clears throat> um. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what to say about that. Sorry. <laughs> so I did not put the I didn't put the elephant. I didn't put the rhino. I went with the and and I since I was looking at them on the the Cincinnati Zoo website. Yeah, I put the full name. I got the Maasai. I have the Maasai giraffe. Oh, that so that's what it's it's the Maasai giraffe. I mean, and, and you know because they're enormous. We will never see them anywhere other than the zoo unless we go to Africa or Asia or whatever they are. Wherever they are. Um, and so it is cool. And they're, I guess, gentle enough that they trust them that you can feed them, sure. like you said. One of the few animals you can feed in the zoo. Uh, so it's just cool. And it's, it's they'll, they'll come right up. And especially, like, they put their, their head <clears throat> up there mm-hmm. at, on that deck that you're standing mm-hmm. on. It's like whoa and then you see that tongue come out and i'm like okay i'm uh, i don't need to feed it you ever seen giraffes fight <clears throat> yeah they like sling their heads around and like neck fight <laughs> it's the craziest yeah. thing ever. That's so great it's real weird um <laughs> i'm gonna fight you with my neck <laughs> <laughs> let's slam next what was the receiver the wide receiver for san uh for the san francisco morton morton Oh, uh, what was his name? The Merton Hanks. Merton Hanks. Yeah. Longest neck I ever seen in yeah. my life. He was a DB, wasn't he? Maybe he was, was a defensive a, back. Maybe he was a DB. You're right. He might have uh, been a DB. He was the uh, he was the guy in charge of the handing out fines. He was like an, an NFL official for a long time. Oh, was he really? Yeah. I didn't realize. Might that. still be. I wonder if his neck is still that long. <laughs> yeah, it, it gets longer with age. With so age, it's, it's like three, he does that three, thing like those those people in Africa do, where they just. Put the like another ring on there to extend the neck a little. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. 
I could use one of those you ever neck seen, extenders. Yeah, have you ever seen the uh, the guy? I think he goes by like Daddy Long Neck or something on the internet. Old Daddy Long Neck, huh? You seen him? <laughs> no, I have not. Oh, he's scary. But I one hundred percent am going to look up Old Daddy Long Neck. He is a a a. I don't know how to describe him. I don't want to be too mean here. Uh, I don't think he's watching. But he is, you know, he has a very long neck. He is. There's also a daddy long. I'm not kidding. His <gasps> arms and legs are. Oh, yeah. I've seen this dude. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. And Something's does, wrong with this guy. Yeah, he does yeah. ridiculous weird things. And and yeah. Yeah, he's always like super ghetto. And yeah, yeah I've seen this dude. He's always got his shirt off and the, those really scrawny arms. He's got some kind of disease. He has to. Yeah. There's no way he keeps himself that way. Yeah, he's got a disease. Um, he tied it up. Yeah. Lick here. <laughs> Oh God! I He's don't got a tattoo that. that says "Lick here." No, points no. up to his neck. Oh, <laughs> that's pretty gross. All right. Um, so he is. Uh, maybe maybe he has a descendant that's a giraffe. Who knows? So the giraffe will be first on mine. The Malayan tiger. The tiger. You walk up to that big. Maybe I'm thinking yeah. of the, you know the big glass thing right yeah. there, and you can. I mean, it, sometimes they're pressed up against the glass they just lay up there, yeah. And you you're you're an inch away from the thing. And sometimes they like it's like they're stalking because the, everybody's there and they like walk up and down that glass. And it's like, dude, if this glass wasn't here, we'd all be dinner. I don't trust the glass. No, I don't trust the glass. I don't trust it. I'll go up and look at it because I know that they wouldn't have the glass there uh-huh. if it wasn't strong enough. Right. But I'm telling you, if that thing decides that it wants to get through the glass, I feel like it's such a giant, powerful animal. Nah. It's, it can figure out a way. No. Nah. No? No. Because I guarantee it wants to get out of that glass. <laughs> yeah. But maybe it hasn't tried to like slam into it or something. You know, I don't know. I don't know. But uh, the tiger, for that reason also, because it's enormous and mm-hmm. it's just like and, – and because you can get so close to it, that's pretty cool. Um, so it's neat to, neat to watch. The, the Western Lowland Gorilla. Uh, is that the big guy? Is that where – is I that Harambe was? I don't think um, – I, I don't think it, it's the biggest one. I don't think. But it's, um, it's the one that looks the most like a person to me. Which is why I put it on there. Yeah, Harambe. Maybe, maybe I, I feel like there were a couple different types of gorillas, and I Harambe. felt like the one looked like a little bit more like okay Harambe. Okay, but I, it, it could are they be. in the same enclosure together? Uh, I do not know. When was the last time you went to the zoo, Adam? A uh, couple years ago, maybe. Oh, okay. I was just wondering. Uh, I think it. I think it was during the. I think I've been there since the pandemic. I want to say. Okay. Maybe. Maybe. I, did I wear a mask there? Anyway. Um, last, I'm going the African lion. Ooh, nice. You know? I mean, that, look. That's mine right there. I love the lion. The lion. It's the same reason as the tiger. It's just, it's really the, you talk about Edmund Sumner athleticism with, I mean, he's, I mean, the lion is Desmond Bain. It's, it's. It's the big guy with speed and agility and power, 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 power. It's, it's it, the, the lion and the tiger. They have it all. Yeah, they have it and all. And the bear's right there with them. 
Yeah. Yeah. Lion, tigers, and bears. That's right. I can call. All right. So that's my, I had an orangutan on there. Oh, the old orangutan. Yeah. That's the guy with the weird hair, right? Looks like an old man. I think so. Yeah. So, I think yeah, also yeah. because he looks like a I like the man. red butt, the red butt monkeys uh-huh. too. I'm a big red butt monkey fan guy. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. I'm a fan of any monkey that snatches birds out of the air. That's the coolest thing in the world, man. It gives them the old, uh, gives them the old. They uh, tore that thing to pieces. What's his, what's his name? Uh, Ozzy Osbourne. Yeah. Yeah. Just gives the old Ozzy Osbourne. Snap that thing right off. <laughs> All right. Well, you know, animals are, uh, gosh, I just don't like animals animals but um some of them are neat to look at they definitely are there's a lot of neat looking animals it's really cool to be able to go to the zoo and get a nice close-up mm-hmm. look at these animals most of the animals at the zoo nah. nah i'm with you big i don't need to see another snake or bat or something that lives around here i don't need that i hate going into the reptile house it's so small it's small. There's it's just full of snakes, which which is I'm yeah. going to have a hard time sleeping that night. It, it's that's the way it is. And then those the alligators that never move. move thank you. <laughs> never move. Thank you. I I swear to they're you, they're fake. I swear to you. Every, that's exactly what I say it all the time. I'm like they're not even real. They're totally fake. They're fake. They're not real. They're ceramic or something. Yeah. Man. Yeah. I mean, we we'd probably we'd probably have a nice time together at the zoo because we sounds like we got we have some hundred percent. Yeah, looks like we'd hang out in the same places. Yeah. All right, so that's the Mount Rushmore. You know what we would do at the zoo? What would we do at the zoo? <laughs> we would go to the Skyline booth. Yeah. <laughs> we go to the ice cream. We go to the ice cream booth. Get some. Get some. Uh, I love the cookies and cream dipping dots sure. at the zoo. Sure. <laughs> sure. <laughs> or if they have soft serve, someone whatever. Yeah. We would eat the we would eat the food. We might take the train ride one time, and we and we'll walk by the 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 lion and the gorilla thing, and then get out and see ya. Adios. And then we go to Skyline somewhere else, probably. Or you know, yep. have a little dinner afterwards. Sure, totally agree. <laughs> oh, it's funny. So Skyline is now officially one thousand percent my kids' favorite place to eat. Yes, it, it's no. Anytime we're like, where do you want to go to eat Skyline? It's immediate. Let me ask you: Do your kids eat? things at skyline that you're like oh god i don't get that no 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 they eat three ways okay and then actually we went on monday parker parker had a baseball game um got a big victory big w so we went we went and got some skyline afterwards and brought it home and the girls all of a sudden one of the one of the girls said i want a burrito so i'll get you a cholito the other one said yeah i want one of those too and I looked at her and said, you don't even know what it is. And she told me what it was. And I was like, all right, well, I'm getting you guys a Cholito. And they each ate a Cholito, which was way cheaper than getting a uh, three-way. We do the So what we do when we get it to go, instead of getting two kids three ways, we just get one regular three-way and cut it in half and give it to them. Mm. Because it's cheaper than getting two kids three ways. Good call. So, and Good call. yeah. And Parker, though, eats a regular three-way. Like it's his job. That's my order. Scar sit down. Scar sit down. Your nine-year-old son or whatever. Eats the same thing you do. And he pours an entire bag of crackers just on the top of it. Just pours the bag of crackers on the top. That part is a little weird to me. See, I'm a like I'll get a large. I go back and forth with what I get. I'll I'll do Cholitos. I'll do the uh, the chili sandwich with cheese. Not a hot dog guy. Mm. And or I'll do 
a four-way with onions, but I do the large. I always get a large four-way. Okay. But what I do is if it's juicy, I'll take the crackers. And as it gets a little too juicy in the front, I smash a bunch of crackers up, soak the juice up, scoop up the crackers, munch them down. Now I've got a dry plate again to get, continue my devouring of spaghetti, chili, and cheese. Oh, you're doing that throughout as throughout as we go. Not like at the end, I just break it all up. No, I do it as I go. Okay. All right. Interesting. Yeah. It's always interesting to hear people's uh, techniques and, and, and their orders at Skyline. Do you remember cousin Bobby's old girlfriend, Autumn? Of course. Yeah. Uh, I went to Skyline with them. It was her first time going to Skyline because she was from somewhere else. I don't know where she was from, but she wasn't from Cincinnati. But I guess she was going to school. I can't remember. But she went to Skyline for the first time with us. And we all got stuff. And she got a three-way. And she stuck her fork in the middle of it and started spinning it like she was eating. She was eating uh, pasta with with red sauce. I So I, I'm not a – yeah, I don't, I don't spin. But I'm telling you. I think it's okay. We when we took when we went with Bobby uh, Nightingale to to Skyline. Yeah, the lady there taught him how, how to, to cut yeah. it. Yeah, how to this cut it from the edge. This is how you eat Skyline. Like, yeah, I mean that's how I eat it. But no, I, no, no. I think that's okay. I think that's okay. There's a way to eat Sky. You don't because of the ratio of how they do it. I don't think the spin would work, man. You're losing too much cheese. I think I think it's appropriate to teach somebody the best way to get the the full flavor palette out of the meal. I think it's okay to teach somebody. Maybe, but she was like, "This is the only way." <laughs> um, I don't necessarily. Sometimes I, I think at some point I start cutting, but I don't start that way. I start really? like scooping and I just kind of like scoop until I get the right. How do you scoop? It's like yeah. the noodle could be from one end to the other end. You just, you just do it. Until... So, so Parker scoops, but it's because I cut his entire three-way uh, side. You know, I cut it, spin it, cut it, spin it, cut it, spin it, cut it. And then he just goes to town from there. It just takes bites. Uh, yeah. I don't know. I, I, I think I, I start scooping and I just get, enough noodle and cheese and chili all in the same thing. And I just do that for a little bit until there's room on the plate to mm -hmm. start cutting up. And, and that's how I do it. And then I'll leave the chili. I mean, I'll leave the, the, the chili sauce, the watery part. Of it. Yeah. When people say I want it wet, I'll leave that. I'll just leave it. Oh, I, I, yeah, yeah, I'm fine. I would do that if I didn't have crackers. I don't need that because extra stuff. I don't want when people say they want to, three-way extra wet i'm like oh that's why yeah why are you doing that i mean it's fine but I, to me that that puts me over the top the three-way is perfect i'm gonna feel full but if i have if i cr crush up all the crackers at the end and i eat you know a, a bowl full of crackers to soak up all that stuff that that puts me just over the top oh, like i'm man. like oh i get it i get a large four-way onion sometimes i'll get a chili sandwich with cheese with onions on the side and then I'll eat three bags of crackers because they got to give you bags of crackers now. They don't mm -hmm. fill up the thing like they used to. And I'll, I'll get three bags of crackers during the whole thing. When I eat my chili sandwich with cheese, I'm stuffing two on every bite, two crackers inside the cheese cone for every bite. That replaces wow. the hot dog for me. Two, two crackers, bite. Two more crackers, bite. Two more crackers, bite. Sounds a little bit like the, uh, the Reese's Big Cup with chips. Nah, it's, it's way better. It's, it's soft. Way it's better. 
It's way yeah. better than that. You weren't a fan. You were a 5.4 slash 7.1. <laughs> One of the two. You know what we need to talk about? Yeah. We need to talk about Joe List. Speaking of lists. Of Speaking animals. of lists. Uh, so I went first with the zoo. So that means you get to go first with Joe List. I'm super stoked to see what you said about this. <laughs> oh, okay. I, I got a feeling we're going to be pretty. We're either going to be really far apart or we're going to be really close. I know that that sounds so ridiculous. I think we're going to be really close. Okay. Did you see my rating on my paper? I haven't. Um, I I think I mentioned this last week. I every time I see Joe List and listen to him speak, I become a bigger fan. I was really, really excited about this. And when we get really excited, sometimes bad things happen. Sometimes it's a letdown. Uh, I, I, I sent uh, a, a tweet about, I didn't send it to him. I did, I did use his handle. Um, so he's, he was going to see it. That's a little weird. Just take it off his bike. Or if he, where'd uh, you get it from? Like yeah. His car handle. It was, it was off his bike. He, he rides a uh, 10 speed and oh, I just, so is it the hooks, the, the little rounded thing? Like the like ram the, horns. Yeah. 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 Nice. And I just, I saw I mean, if you're going to take a handle, take a, take the handle bars off a of 10 speed well i have a taxidermied ram on my wall my, and one of its horns broke off ah, perfect I, so perfect. I, that's what i used so anyway um i was really excited and i watched this thing i watched this the night it it premiered on youtube but like he was like a, selling like it 11 like, days or something yeah he, he was selling it like like not selling it but he was talking about it like hey this is the, it premieres at nine o'clock on this on friday night or whatever a couple weeks ago and I just, I was like, hey, I think I'm going to be home for that. I went and got ice cream, came home. Yes. I got myself ready. I was pumped. Dude. Yes. I watched it. I ended up falling asleep before the end of it because it was, it was late. But what? Um, dude, Friday nights are my early bed nights for some reason. Okay. Okay. Like the whole week catches up. As soon as I leave work on Friday. Yeah. I'm I'm basically ready for bed. That's insane. Okay. I'm so I catch tired. Up on sleep. I got gotcha. you. Yeah. I got gotcha. you. <laughs> anyway. Uh, I tried my best to stay up for this thing and it's not because it was boring or, or not good or anything like that. I just was that tired. Did the same thing the next night. I, I went back, started from the beginning again and fell asleep right about the same, right about the same time. Anyway, I ended up going through, going back and watching from that point on finished it up. I really, really liked it. I really, I really liked this special, um, by the way, called this year's material. This year's material. Um, he <laughs> I, he talked a lot about a lot of stuff. One of the one of the things. I mean, I I could have written down a bunch of stuff, but um, he talked about pooping in front of your in front of your significant other, or so that he could hear, so that he could hear, uh, or so that you can't hear. Like he, he's. I like, love. I love every bit. This is me. This guy is me. He is so when he talked about the the candy bar dropping the, oh, the, the lady the drop it was a Reese's peanut butter cup and then he said she got up and he goes oh yeah and by the way that is me that was that girl was me and I was like this is so awesome I I wouldn't have got up and walked out I just would have blown it blew on it like he said and ate it the New York subway who cares the I don't care dude I uh, grab York it right away subway. it's good it's good <laughs> grab it right away you're fine. <laughs> nothing i don't get never careless. understood that but uh anyway fine sure fine absolutely absolutely um 
I mean, speaking of poop, there are feces particles everywhere on that thing. It blew it off. So he talked about sure, <laughs> sure, just blow it off. It's no big deal. He did. He talked about <clears throat> during the pandemic. They, they, he and his wife share a small apartment. He's like, I'm. He's like, I'm going to the bathroom. Don't listen. Because <laughs> my wife's like scrolling through Instagram, going, "Oh, you. Oh, I can't wait to listen to this." <laughs> yeah. She doesn't listen to half the things he says, much less. <laughs> uh, that that whole bit was pretty good. Um, the public, and then he went into the public restroom and how the there's too big a gap sometimes <laughs> between the door. And he said, "Why can I see both this guy's shoulders? <laughs> see both of his shoulders? It's the gap is always just a little bigger than a children's eyeball." Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so the kid was staring at him through the thing. You know what's best about that joke is he has to poop in public places in order to really tell that joke well. And he did. I I think this dude that I, the whole time I watched this, I was like, this dude is me more and more. I was I was in a public bathroom pooping three times today. <laughs> oh my god! And pooped in a Walmart. I pooped in a Target, and I pooped in a and I pooped in a uh, uh, Flying J. And you know, <laughs> I'm going to tell you right now, the Walmart pooper not that bad. Not as bad as people would think. Guarantee it depends on what Walmart. Oh, it's 100. percent I always go to the ones in the nicer parts of town. Sure, sure, that makes sense. Um. <laughs> He did talk. I didn't go. I didn't poop at a single hotel today. Oh, wow, that's different for me. I mean, yeah, yeah. Anyway, well, you had all those superstores to go to. Yeah. Um. The uh, the the whole uh the the Uber driver that told him, May uh the four Dallas Fort Worth airport is bigger than Maine, the state of Maine. State of man is man. This airport is big. You know because I'm because I'm the best small talk in the world yeah um, it's bigger than the state of maine i saw him do that you're crazy he said i told him i was like you're crazy and i meant that like you're actually a crazy person <laughs> uh and then he was like sort of for a second a little like uh, maybe, uh, maybe I need to, uh, you know what I better, I better google it i do that all the time i'm always like man you're crazy hold on let me look it up <laughs> He's like, he's like, you can take a flight from this terminal to the <laughs> terminal one to terminal it's six. It's a nine hour drive to get to terminal D or <laughs> yeah. terminal A, but it's, we do have a 30 minute flight. <laughs> um, okay. I, I just, I love this guy. Even if it wasn't that good, I probably would have given him a better score than he deserved. Um, but I did think this was good and uh, I gave it a 4.1. I'm going to tell you, Adam, this, I thought this was as good as any comedy special we've watched in a long time. I didn't, I I'm low on a 4.1. I'm low. I laughed so many times. I laughed out loud, like, like funny out loud. I couldn't control myself out loud laughing multiple, multiple times, five (laughs) or six times. This was hilarious. This dude, when you talk about, uh, what do they call that? Um, What's the type of comedy that's called? It's where you see things. What's that called? Observational. Observational comedy. This dude is as, this is as good as it gets, man. This dude was awesome. This is one of my favorite comedy specials we've watched in a long time. I gave it a 4.7. Yes. 4.7. Oh, this was fantastic. 
Joe List is great. And if you look, so I figured it out. If you look directly at him, he looks like Cousin Joey. Yes. But when he turns his head to the side, all of a sudden he loses his chin and things oh, go away. Yeah. Oh, totally yeah. different person from the side. Yeah. Uh, so, yes. Yeah, so in that case, does not look like Cousin Joey uh, in any way, shape or form. But yeah. <laughs> oh, man. I've told I told him that before. Yeah, I was I was like I was like oh yeah because we were talking about him. I was like oh you kind of look like Joe List. He's like oh yeah I do. Oh, There's nothing man. wrong with that. The guy's like an MMA fighter. We found out in this special, which by the way, yeah. the MMA jokes were hilarious. He just like those are all jokes that I would tell. Uh, all that happened was I found out that I could keep an erection while getting choked out by another man. Yeah. <laughs> I like, that's funny. That's funny stuff. I love that. I love that. I found out what, what, what MMA told me is that I'm attracted to other men. I found that out. It's really, it's really dick to butt choking. <laughs> and, we, and we have our title of the episode. <laughs> my absolute favorite thing he said i was cracking up at that oh my gosh so funny oh. that and then he was like he was like said something about comparing two things and like you wouldn't think of me as being a great softball player he goes, that's my way of telling you guys that i'm a really good softball player. <laughs> yeah and he, he said something about fighting or mma or something <laughs> like you blanks wouldn't know about that yeah. like that. When, when he was kicking the Kicked the pole up. Patrick Swayze kicked the pole to bust the window open. All right. Oh my gosh. The, the joke about about being in the hotel swimming pool and the little girl with her mom came in. Ooh, I don't like him. I don't like that man. No, that would be. She on, bullied me out of the pool. She bullied about the this the on the my favorite one of my I'd say one of my top five jokes. I like I said it's four point seven. So this is filled with phenomenal jokes. But on the subway, <laughs> little child steps on his feet four times and he goes hey little buddy watch where you're stepping there and mom looks at him and goes he's a child yeah i know that's why i said hey little buddy watch where you're stepping there not i'm gonna bust you i'm gonna beat you up if you don't stop stepping on my feet or something like that yeah oh my god now i don't like you or your mom <laughs> Oh my god! So, dude, I'm telling you, this is, is this is this is one of my all. This is one of my favorite specials we've watched in this entire since we've been doing this for two years. So happy to hear that. Joe List is at the top of my list now of of comedians that I have not seen live yet that I really uh, want to see. Yeah, um, and he he travels every weekend, so I, I'm hoping he comes. I mean, Norman was just here not too long ago. Yeah. A bunch of the guys that he that he's buddies with in New York come through Cincinnati all the time. So I'm hoping, hoping he gets through here. I might have to go to Indianapolis or Columbus or something like that to see him. But um, I'm I'm willing to. Next time he's close by, I mm -hmm. think I might I might do that. Um, okay. So we have our. We both loved loved it. I'm so low on four point one. I think, by the way, I started to say this. You this thing, you wrote down like seven answers and scratched them all out. I'm four, looking at it. You got a lot of scratch outs. I had 4.0 and then I changed it to 4.1. I just had to go over the one a million times. Uh, I got you. I got you. It doesn't transition from zero to one very well. Um, I should have went higher, but that's it. That's it for that. We've got it started. Choose. Can we just say that it started the, the 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 billboard in the back with the lights? Like he just said. That whole thing was hilarious. I don't think that was even planned. I think that was just he walked out there and was like, holy crap, this is a huge I was, sign. I was so distracted 
I have <laughs> self-diagnosed OCD. I was so distracted by how the, the light placement on that thing. Yeah. I'm like, no, no, no. Why was the J? Yeah, I thought the J should be moved. The, the bottom of that J should have been moved a, a little bit. A couple of things yeah. on there. I was like, man, they were bothering me the whole time. Anyway. It's a nice handmade sign. And and, and if it really was whatever it was, $5,000 or whatever he said I mean, it was. $25,000. $25,000. <laughs> I wonder what he does with that afterwards. Oh, that's hanging in his basement. You think so? Oh, he doesn't have a basement. They're in a he has an apartment. That's <laughs> hanging in the one room apartment. <laughs> Dude, they've got money. They've got. He's doing all right. He's now. doing all right. But they're still in a small. He's he keeps talking about moving to like out of state or something like that, but um, probably won't happen. Yeah, too too far away from the all the clubs. Um, okay, so I'm glad that went well. We've got to pick him out, Rushmore. And a oh, by the way, I started twice and didn't finish because that's what I do. Yeah. Um, I I tweeted that week before it came out, but that week I tweeted uh, something like David Spade. I was telling you about this. Yeah. David Spade, Joe List coming out with uh, coming out with com- comedy specials in the same week. I'm a very happy comedy fan or something like that. Joe List liked it. Ah, uh, you told me about that. You said, said yeah, yeah. Joe List liked my tweet. Uh. That sounds very fangirlish for me to say. You're, you are a fangirl for that. It's okay. It's I okay am. to be a fangirl sometimes, man. I would I be am. that way if certain people enjoyed my yeah my stuff. All right, so uh, James Posey liked your tweet. You'd be like, I'd be. Oh my god, I would might just curl up in a ball and just stare at it forever. <laughs> um, so we got to pick a Mount Rushmore and a. You've got a list of Mount Rushmores, I believe. I'm going to go ahead and do this because I popped this up and it just came up. And I think this is one that you'll obviously love because he's one of your favorite comedians, Oh, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, brand new on Netflix that I know of. Brand new. I don't think it, it says 2022. Chris DiStefano, Speshy Weshy. Yep. The old Speshy Weshy. My, uh, my sister texted me the other day and said, have you watched... Speshy, the Speshy Weshy. Because <laughs> she's a DiStefano fan too. Yeah. Um, and I have not yet. I was saving it. I, I was purposely not watching it because I knew we were going to watch we do it. All here. Yeah. Good, good. I, I did not think you were going there until you said he. Ah, what did you think I was doing then? Because I saw for a brief moment but that I you had the that Christina, Christina P. P. Yeah, I yeah. thought about that, but then I saw his there, so all I right. went over to it. Well, I think at some point we'll be watching Christina P. But I'm glad you picked the Stefano. I've been excited about watching that one too. So good call on that, Chris. I am going to do something that I think you're going to have a fun time with. Probably, I can't wait. It, it might take a little bit of research. I'm definitely going to do some research on this because this is going to be fun. There's one that sticks out to me as n- probably number one right away, but everything, everybody else, I really have to do some research on this. We're going double play combos. Ooh. So, so shortstop, uh, second baseman. Whoa. combos so you had to, you just had to have played together I, yeah i think even for a season even if it's one season whatever the you find if you wow. find out that that uh you know that joe morgan ended up playing with uh ended up playing with ozzy smith at the end of joe morgan's career sure, I get the you. one year whatever like that. Yeah, doesn't matter one one inning one whatever yeah you want to put it on there that's totally fine and this isn't you know how many double plays they turn this is just the shortstop second base combo um number one is easy for me but um we'll see uh 
we'll see. Yeah, I mean, that... you'll it'll be on yours easy, but is... I'm not even gonna write down. Awesome. Yeah, but I, I I'm excited to to look into this because I know there's so gonna can be I just, something. I'm can like, I just say, oh man, I didn't know about that. I, or just, I forgot about it. And I just go like Barry Larkin, Mariano Duncan, Barry Larkin, Pokey Reese, Barry Larkin, like just start naming second basemen that play with with Barry Larkin. Oh, to say the one I'm thinking of? No, like to oh. just name my four. My Mount Rushmore. Can it just be Barry Larkin yeah. and four other second basemen that played for the Reds over the yeah. past however many over his Larkin. twenty years? Did Barry Larkin and Brandon Phillips end up together? No, that's too bad because that would have been unbelievable. Yeah, um, yeah, that's I'm I'm with you on that. I I don't know that Barry played. With, I mean, maybe a Brett Boone, uh, Barry Larkin sort of thing, something like that. Who knows? But uh, yeah, I'm with you. I want Barry to be in there, but we'll see. Okay, that sounds good. I'm excited. Are you thinking of the? Of the, of the are, are you thinking of? The, I have no idea. I, I haven't even really started thinking about it. First shortstop came to my head was Barry Larkin, but. I have to find out who he double played with. My 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 favorite, easily I think favorite double play combo for sure. And they are just they each might be the best defensive players at their positions ever. Wow. They played together. Really? Hmm. Yeah. That's pretty impressive. We'll have it uh that'll be uh that'll be coming up next week next week. Wow. That's an easy one. I think I just figured it out. Okay. Is it Omar Vizquel and, and uh, Almar? Yep. Robbie Almar. <laughs> I, I, I just, I am so in the mood right this very second to just pull, just go home, pull up YouTube and, and spend all night watching, watching videos of those. Two. Omar Vizquel, uh, Robbie Almar turning double plays. Oh, That's man. a good one. That's a good one. I, I feel like I need to really look at this. Yeah, because you want to see, see what's out there. Who who yeah. were the second baseman that played with Ozzie Smith? Who were the second baseman that played with Dave Concepcion? You know, besides Joe Morgan. Or, I mean, that's that, yeah, that's that could be one. be one. Yeah. Or what about you know you got guys like like Tejada? Whoever played second with Tejada and Nomar, uh, Pedroia was never there, but you know stuff like that. Like sure. that's. Oh, uh, I feel like there was some during Raphael for calls years. There had to be a really good second baseman. That see, that's the thing is like there's a lot of shortstops that I love watching them turn a double play. Mm-hmm. So figuring out what that shortstop second baseman combo is, or like a guy like like Brandon Phillips, where I could watch him turn a double play all day long. But who did he ever play with to really make it? Yeah, he played with a bunch of a bunch of shortstops. I feel like. Yeah. Yeah, I mean Zach, you're probably not going to put the Zach Cozart Brandon Phillips combo on. No, there, Zach Cozart never wasn't as theatrical. Yeah. He was a good shortstop. He was. Yeah. But you're right. He was he was pretty simple. Yeah. Anyway, I think that'll be a fun one to talk about. All right. I love it, man. That's it. Yeah, we're we're good to go. So we've got uh Chris Stefano, Speshi Weshi, which sounds exactly like something he would call it. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I hate I don't want to say it. I hate saying it. Speshi Weshi. Yeah. Uh, he does he does the gay voice a lot he does he does he just very playful with his words yeah very playful well spashy washy <laughs> that wasn't a very good one but yeah he does like the spashy washy um there you go man i wonder if he's still dating a uh uh she wasn't mexican what was she she was puerto rican puerto rican she he's yeah. still with jasmine yes good for him yes good for him they just had a baby Oh, really? Less than a year ago. That's awesome. Yeah. All right. So I'm sure that'll have something to do with it because he loves talking about her and his comedy special. So, all right. So then, uh, Chris Stefano, we've got the Mount Rushmore of double plays. We've got the NBA playoffs. And God knows what else could come to us by then. We'll have some Reese's candy 
on the show next week. Before we go, yeah, I need you to tell me what my hat hair looks like. Okay, let's take a look. It looks exact. Oh no, the front. It's the front. You get the Wolfman Jack thing in the front. <laughs> that's where. That's where it gets you at. The sides are fine. You don't have the side hat hair, but you get a little Wolfman Jack. Uh, <laughs> Wolfman Jack front deal there. I wish I could do a Wolfman Jack impression. I do it right now. Oh, me too. I don't know what that would be. Yeah, it's like a real gravelly. Real gravelly. Didn't he have a big, voice. huge head of hair? I want to say he had long hair. I think he had long hair. Anyway, maybe you just look like a wolf man, and I said Jack. That should be a Mount Rushmore of DJs. Not and not not DJ Khaled and those guys like Polly D. Re- radio Polly D. Shaq. Radio DJ. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. Actual uh, DJ D Rec. Oh, you don't even know nothing about DJ D Rec, do you? I don't, I, I don't know anything about any of the new DJ, DJs. That DJ D Rec ain't new. He's old. DJ D Rec is a guy on uh, Wildin' Out. He's a DJ uh, on Wildin' Out. I don't know anything about the guys that play somebody's music and just go another one over no, the. That's that's DJ Cal. No goodness gracious. DJ D Rec, you gotta watch Wildin' Out, dude. Wildin' Out is so good. It's so good. It's probably great. There's something about that I just don't ever see. It's it. like 16 seasons now or something. It's been so all good. So good. All right. On that note, until next week. Oh, sorry. What else you got? I'm thirsty. I'm going to get some blue Gatorade. Go ahead. That sounds good. Until next week, don't forget to turn your headlights on. So that's what ends.